What is happening, everybody? Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Respectfully Selfish Podcast. I am your host, Ben J. Myers, and I will be honest with you, this is like my fourth go at it. Um, I have started and stopped so many times. I just deleted everything, and I said, here we go, because I was feeling like it was a lecture. I was sitting there, and I was making stupid points, and I wasn't about it. I wasn't going to give you a half-assed product. So I decided to restart, and to this point, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. So before we get to that point of tackling that subject matter, um, let's thank everybody. Let's go around the room. Thank everybody for coming in today. Thank everybody for taking that next step with me. And all jokes aside, thank you for uh, really helping yourself. And that's my goal here. It's as much as helping people makes me feel good and makes me feel like I'm fulfilling a life purpose. Um, ultimately, my goal is to help people help themselves. I want my, like I said, my goal is obviously to have listeners and have people, you know, identify with the things I say. Um, because I feel like we've probably gone through some similar things. But ultimately, I, I want you to get to the point where almost like, you just enjoy listening now because you were late. You're not looking for help anymore. You're looking for, you know, an introspective or, um, what's the word? Just a relatable topic. Um, it's like these things I talk about are things I've gone through. And, you know, the mindset of being respectfully selfish comes from a very real and honestly dark place. Uh, so I, I hope we get to the point that it's not like, you know, I'm, sitting up here trying to tell people my thought process. I hope it's, I can get some interviews here going with people that share the same or same similar thought process or anything like that. So guys, thank you. Thank you for taking the first self to help first step to help. I can't talk today. I think that's just it. Maybe that's why I've kind of canceled canceled. Why I've stopped recording it four times after 20 minutes in. Um, just thank you for taking this step and taking this journey with me because without you guys, yes, I would still do this, but, um, without you guys, I wouldn't be helping the people I'm helping. Uh, so that's a big thank you to you and to the people I'm helping with like life coaching and all that kind of stuff. Guys, thank you so much. I'm, I couldn't be happier that I'm helping people on a more, uh, engaged level. And this isn't a sales pitch. This is an honest just thank you for letting me be a part of bettering your life, bettering your mindset, and bettering you know your overall perspective and mental clarity because that means the world to me. And that is all my thank yous for right now. It sounds like an Oscars winning thank you speech. I'd like to thank my mom and my dad for all the support they've given me over the years. Not only support, but money. I'd like to thank all of them for that. Um, to my beautiful girlfriend. No, guys, thank you. Um the next step into this introduction process is I've seen YouTube videos that told me I should tell people I am not a therapist, a licensed therapist, or a licensed counselor, or certified, whatever the word might be. Um, I tell you that because I'm a fan of the law, and I don't like to lead people in a wrong direction, so I like to tell you, while my background is in psychology, a Bachelor of the Arts... Because your boy doesn't like math or science. Um, I'm not a licensed therapist or counselor. So I just identify with the stuff we're all going through together. 
I suffer from anxiety, depression, I've lost loved ones, I've lost jobs, I've lost apartments, I've lost dignity more times than I'd probably like to admit. Um, so while we pro- we have not gone through maybe the same exact things, I promise you I understand the emotional space you are in, and I think that is a huge help. I think a lot of times when we are trying to get out of things, or trying to pull ourselves out of things, it's a lot of the times we don't look for solutions, we look for understanding. So that's one thing I can certainly offer you guys is understanding and perspective from that understanding. So guys, let's get started. And I'll give you just a straight up look into what I've been doing this morning. It is nine o'clock this morning on a Monday, on a Monday morning. And I've recorded this podcast four times so far. Two times was on the topic of no one owes you jack because I don't want to say the word shit. Maybe I should have bleeped that out. Um, And the other one was on forgiveness. I've been getting halfway through each one. I've just been finding myself like lost. Like I almost wasn't identifying with them anymore. It was almost like they ran their course after 15 minutes and the next five minutes was just me blabbering and whatnot, which... I guess is normally a half hour of me blabbering for you guys, but I really do want to have a good episode on no one owes you Jack because I think that's a mindset we all have to share. I've been told uh, by numerous people that I talk to people sometimes when I'm either, I don't know, be upset or motivated, determined or anything like that. I talk to people very black and white and very blunt. And as my loving girlfriend tells me it makes it seem like people other people are incompetent and i know all and that is something i well i just need to work on (laughs) that that makes me feel terrible um not that she told me that that i make people feel that way or sometimes that's how i come across very happy that was brought to my attention because that's not the message i'm trying to i certainly don't want people to think i know best or i know all or anything like that because i i quite honestly that's something i battle with i feel the complete opposite I always feel that people, other people know best, other people know all, and I am just kind of a puppet on a string being dragged along trying to gather as much information as I can. How's that for a picture? A puppet on a string being dragged along. Uh, So no, that's what I want to talk about. No one owes you, Jack. No one owes you anything. I don't care how hard you work. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you're going to do. No one owes you, Jack. And... While I try to work on that, how I talk to people, I'm going to be very blunt and very black and white in this episode because I think that is something I need to drive home to people because that is something I follow. I, uh, Your best of friends that maybe you've known for 10 years don't support you anymore. No, they don't owe you your support. They don't owe you their support, I should say. Uh, you, These are not personal things. These are things I'm just throwing out there. Uh, your ex-relationships, they don't owe you anything. Current relationships, they don't owe you anything. How do you work with yourself? How hard do you work on a daily basis? That's the only thing that is going to drive you. That is the only thing that is going to make the difference at the end of the day, is how hard and how smart you are working. Notice I say how smart, because I think where we get confused is where we think we work so hard that then someone owes us a big break. Well, I'll tell you one thing. People who get those big breaks, 
90% of them, yes, are working hard. 99 to 100% of them are working smart. That's where the difference is. Sweat and blood and tears during your hard work are for show. You could sit down and work for eight hours on nothing and say you put in a hard work or a hard days, a hard day's work, a hard day's night, one might say. Um, you could also do three times the amount of that work in an hour and a half if you sat down, mapped it out, and figured how to put yourself in the right situation. What's that quote on luck? Luck is when time or uh, hard work and opportunity meet finally i think that is true i think that while hard work and long hours are absolutely a necessity to be successful in the th- in the fields you want to be su- successful in whether it be personal or professional i think you have to work smarter because this whole idea of hitting the lottery hitting like you, you understand that hitting the jackpot is like you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning twice, I think they said. Well, that's the same way with waiting for your big break. I know my my cousin. She's the most talented vocalist I've ever heard in my life. She, I've honestly gone through, grew up my entire life without realizing how blessed I am to be able to go to live performances and hear that amount of talent. And every time I'd hear other people, I'd be like, eh. And well, you know what happens? She was the hardest working singer I think I've ever come across. And in air quotes, her big break was making it to, I think it was the top 64 in American Idol. And if you're asking me from not even a cousin's perspective, I think she was better than all of them. So I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how hard you work. Sometimes those breaks just aren't going to come in the way you want them to or the way that movies or TV shows or social media projects them to being. Like, say, you could be the most talented vocalist in the world and still never get your big break. (laughs) But what are you going to do with that? And this isn't, you know, a message to her or anything like that. This is more, it's just a learning opportunity I took from it. I could be the best podcaster in the world and I could never get my quote unquote big break. I think the, what we have to start doing is realizing that no one owes us that break. What are we going to do? What, how are we going to put our happiness and our passions in the forefront? Because that's, what's going to be, that's how I measure success. It's not dollar signs and Lamborghinis or whatever it is. I measure success in being surrounded by the people I love doing the things I love. That's success to me. Um, I would drive around on a moped and live at a shack if I could be surrounded by the people I love doing the things I love. That's success to me. So I should have just named this episode, What is Success to You? And save the no one owes you jack for another time. But that's really what it comes down to because when you realize that no one owes you a damn thing, you stop doing a lot of things. You stop doing waiting for that big break from someone you've never met before. You stop waiting for the handouts. You realize 
if you're doing the things you love and you're successful in the things you love or with the people you love, you're constantly going to work. I always, the quote that always sticks with me and it never really made sense when I was younger. Like I heard it, but it was just kind of like, Oh yeah. Okay. Is the only people that ever lose are the people that quit. And it it was just kind of like, Oh yeah, that's okay. I put it on a t-shirt. I'll wear it, I guess. Um, but it's, it's true. If you love what you do, you're never going to quit. You're going to wake up the next day, pick up where you left off. You're going to continue to move. 18 hours is going to feel like 18 minutes because you're working for a destination. You're working to better yourself. You're not working for somebody else to notice, to possibly give you a break or introduce you to someone you don't even know, like that kind of stuff. When that That's what sales was for me. It was being fake and getting to know people because they might introduce you to your next big sale or big move-in or whatever it is. I can't stand that. That's something. Being fake is just something I got so sick of over my life because I spent so much time doing it. I spent so much time trying to be what everybody else wanted to have around them that I realized that I, I just, I don't, one, you don't owe me anything, and I certainly don't owe you this fake version of myself because that fake version of myself lasted for upwards of 15 years. And I'll tell you what, trying to remember who you are after 15 years, 15-year-old me and 30-year-old me were completely different people. We saw completely different stuff. So that's when I got to the point. I was just like, stop doing this. Start doing stuff for yourself. Stop worrying about what you're going to get out of things. That's another good message. Stop doing things just to get recognition. Stop doing things to become rich and famous. Obviously, we want to become wealthy and we want to be well off. And But I'll tell you what, you, you talk to all the celebrities and stuff like that, 90% of them want to give that away. They want to go back to being unrecognizable with Probably they want to keep their money, but even just all that stuff you're working towards, put it in perspective. Put it in perspective. Identify what success is to you. Um, I talk about how me and uh, my close group of friends down here in Florida, we have weekly meetings. And the first thing we did was identify what success is to us. And that was my answer. My answer was being surrounded by the people I love doing the things I love. That's it. I didn't put a price tag on it. I didn't. Everyone gets caught up in how much money a year do you make? How much? I mean, I'm. If you're asking me personally, like I said, this is my podcast. <laughs> um, instead of someone asking me how much money do you make, I'd wish somebody would ask how many people did you help. Or say if you love your hobby is woodworking, how many projects did you finish this year? Not how much money did you make. I, I made an Instagram post when I first started this podcast. And it's funny because I look back on a lot of things I said and I still do believe all of them. That's how I know I feel like I'm going in the right direction. And one of my biggest pet peeves is people asking me, what do you do for a living? Um, and I understand a lot of that's just a conversation starter. And a lot of that is, 
you know, just being kind and small talk. And if I'm honest, I just hate small talk. So I think that's also why it bothered me. Um, but no, when people ask you, what do you do for a living? This is my honest opinion. And I don't say that if you've ever asked me this, I was mad at you. But I think when people ask, what do you, what do you do for a living? All they are doing is comparing themselves to the amount of money they think you make in a year. By you answering, oh, I'm an architect, they're going to be like, oh, he makes more than 100 grand a year, lives in a nice house, probably has a nice car, blah, blah, blah. And then you start surrounding yourself with people that have similar answers, similar income, blah, blah, blah. And that's okay. But I think a lot of times that comes down to what can you get from people? People want to know what you do, not only because they're curious and probably in an awkward situation need to make small talk but then they go oh this is somebody i can possibly get this with and that yeah i understand bartering and all that trust me i'm in the bartering business um but it's that kind of stuff and you understand you become friends with them then all of a sudden once you get close enough then that you think they owe you something because they work in a certain field they work and make a certain amount of money or they know certain people no one owes you it man I don't care what you do or what they do. No one owes you anything. And realize that. Um, I don't owe you anything. You don't owe me a listen. And I'm and I understand that. And that's why I'm when I have this phrase that I'll catch you when I catch you, it's because I'm not in the business of begging you or begging no, I don't want to say you. I because I appreciate you listening. I'm not in the business of begging people to listen to me. That's not what I do. Um, it started out trying to, you know, market myself and get my name out there. But I've really come across this motto of I'll catch you when I catch you because it's not my priority to have the most listeners. My priority is to help the most people I can. And that's not my job to track you down, stop you, force you to listen, force feed you my podcast or anything like that. It, that's not that's not my job. My job is to help. That my job is not recruiting, my job is not to go fishing for people. And I think once I kind of realized that, it opened up. No one owes me a listen. I I know my mom, my dad and my family members listen. And stuff like that, but I'll just like from a, a general perspective, like if they didn't, that's fine. I have family members tell me they don't listen and they apologize. I had a really good friend of mine reach out and apologize for not listening. And I, the only response I ever have is it's all love, it's all good. You don't owe me anything. I'll catch you when I catch you. I'll be, hey, when you're having a rough day and you need some perspective, I have a catalog of work that you can binge listen to. I'll catch you on that day. It's wild. and Because in the past, if someone said that to me, that would eat me. Why aren't they listening? Do they not like me? Is my product not good enough? Should I be doing something different? What did I say that would have rubbed them the wrong that's crazy. <laughs> that stuff. I've told you how I used to have to like plan out conversations before I'd go hang out with certain groups of people because I wanted to fit in and be the best version of what I thought they wanted to see. 
when you realize that no one owes you anything and you act according to it, and, and I truly mean understand it. I don't mean say it and then in the back of your mind be like, but you know you should listen, right? No. I mean truly and authentically understand no one owes you shit. Sorry for the bluntness, but I honestly think it's you're not going to get a handout from people. Uh, although sometimes I feel like my podcast is a handout. It's offering a piece of me to people, and that's scary as hell sometimes. Um, but I don't owe you that. I that's what I love to do, right? So that's like if people reach out to me and they're like, oh, well, you talk about this on your pack, podcast and stuff like this, but you're not as responsive. And you, have, well, I, I try to answer as many people as I can. Trust me. I, I'm not saying that I'm over flooded with stuff, but I, I live a life too. I don't – just like people don't owe me a listen. I don't owe people all of my time too. You know what I mean? So – it's kind of t- it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes. And that's not saying I'm not willing to, but I obviously am willing to help people. But it's a tough line to come across when you're trying to start a business and how much you'll do for free and pricing stuff. And that's just stuff I, I struggle with. Um, I don't need to drag you guys into that. <laughs> um, but think about it for yourself for one second. Like, honestly, think about what are... Things you do on a daily basis that you're only doing for recognition or hope in the hopes that somebody gives you something. First things to come to mind are always work. Well, I I work hard for either a promotion or just to get a pay bump or something or maybe a promo like I said, a promotion. But I'm talking in your personal life. Who or what do you do? Not who do you do? <laughs> who do you do to get recognition? No. Um, who do you talk to, hang out with, or what do you do that is just weighing you down because you think these people owe you stuff? They owe you their time, their energy. I had a kind of, I don't want to say a come to Jesus moment. I had a come to realization moment where I had to get through that stuff. I was doing things because I thought, I was owed. I uh, work hard. I have this product. I, I, I deserve that. Man, the only things you deserve are the things you accomplish yourself. Up until up until you accomplish it, it's not nothing is supposed to be given to you. And I know obviously there's nice people in the world to help you out and stuff like that. But that's that's just honestly my mindset. And I think I'd rather have that mindset than the mindset of the world owes me everything because I've talked about it before. I'm, I'm very hard on myself and I'm very, I give people the benefit of the doubt. If I've been cheated on numerous times in my life and the only thing I ever said was it's my fault. I, how did I drive them to this point? Blah, blah, blah. And that's to a fault, but I think that's where we could use a little bit more of in dosage of that is the accountability. No one owes me their loyalty. No one owes me that. I have to earn that. I have to earn what I get. 
um, if someone goes out and I'm just using cheating as an example because I regrettably said it, <laughs> um, people do bad things, but it's my job, and this is the school of thought I come from. It's my job to cheat, treat people correctly, and treat people that I like. I want them to be loyal. And then if they do not, like I said, if I can work as hard as I can and hang my hat on something at the end of the day, I'm okay with the results. So if that is the case, like in the past, I did not work as hard as I could. So I am now looking back and thinking to myself, okay, what could I have done better? They didn't owe me anything. Granted, it was a scumbag thing to do. But they don't owe me anything. I owe myself better. You know what I mean? So that's just my message here today is understand no one owes you jack shit. And sorry I'm not the most uppity person today. Um, I drank this weekend for the first time in what feels like a long time. And this is why I tell people I don't like to drink anymore is because then I jump on a podcast Monday morning and I sound miserable, bitter, and telling people no one owes you anything. (laughs) Um, But if you can just hear that message and understand it and interpret it, and this is the big one, understand and feel it. Do not sit there and be like, oh, yeah, no. I only use myself. So when people say, "Uh, sorry, I don't listen to your podcast, I truly do mean I'll catch you when I catch you because I'm happy with what I do. I'm happy with the messages I put out. I'm happy with the work I do. I I always want to progress and be better, but I'm not letting other people dictate my success. So when I say I'll catch you when I catch you or thank you, I just hope everything's good. It doesn't matter. Hey, see you when I see you. Um, I truly mean that. I don't turn around and be like, oh, my God, like, oh, listen to me. Like, no, I mean it. So, what did I say? I, I recorded four podcasts. This is the fifth one. We're at 26 minutes. I'm not recording again, guys. We're at 26, and we're finishing up. Guys, I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you guys are able to take that message and apply that to even the next day, just one day. Is go through the day without expectations, without the expectation that someone's going to give you something for your hard work. Just work hard for yourself. Guys, thank you so much for stopping by. I love you all, and I will catch you next week. Give me any ideas you guys want to talk about. Um, if you want to do an interview, uh, we will phone in and we will record a interview on the, on the podcast as well. Uh, maybe share some personal experiences or anything like that. But in the meantime, I always say I'll catch you when I catch you. And until then, have a good one. Talk to you guys later. Bye.